What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Geekly Bi-Weekly. I am one of your hosts, Gabriel Fast, and it is a guy and his wife. It is a guy and his wife. It is the return of a guy of his, a guy and his wife. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> good. It's lovely to have you in the studio. Why, thank you. My wife does a good job with the place. <laughs> so, um, as I said, I'm one of your hosts, Gabriel Fast, and my wife is joining me today. Yes, my name is Emma Fast. Emma Fast, that's right, the opposite of slow. <laughs> and um, we have decided that we're going to take on the task of reviewing the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Heck yes. So that's quite a feat. How do you feel about that? Oh, I'm super stoked. Yeah. I mean, after watching that, the last movie, um, I, it gave me all the feels. I was ready to go back through everything, watch it all over again. Yeah, the movie we just watched. No. Oh, or, or oh, uh, uh, sorry. Endgame? Yeah, Endgame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I blanked on the name. <laughs> yeah, I think it happens to the best of us. There's so many names. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. Like, just watching everything and just kind of seeing, just thinking about, I mean, everything that mm-hmm. we've been through, you know, like, it's just a crazy, it's a crazy story. Yeah. So, we're, today we're starting from the very beginning. So, what we're going to be doing is we are going to go through the movies and not by release date but by chronological order which means you know you'll be obviously hearing this is Captain America the first avenger first mm-hmm. then we're going to go through Captain Marvel since that makes the most sense chronologically and so on and so forth and right. I'll provide a list um in the show notes if you want to check out what we're doing but we're le- we're releasing them in our own time um it's one of those things it's not necessarily going to be a uh every month type thing we're just going to release them as we need them and it's just kind of like when we feel like having a little movie date night that's that's when we do it and then we podcast about it yeah so. exactly emma was gracious enough to agree i said because we did the last one we did was the office yeah yeah was that the only one we did i don't know i kind of i kind of forgot well i i i didn't do any other guy and his wife ones but i was in a couple other podcasts with you, but I think the only official guy and his wife podcast we've done is the office review. Yeah, I think that's right. Well, this is an official, a guy and like a guy and his wife is official. Like, yeah. So you're going to be seeing those a lot more. Um, we're really, really, really excited. And it's just one of Emma's gracious enough to, to do this. And I'm very thankful for her no. to be able to do it. And, <laughs> um, you know, it's not every day that you just get to sit down with your wife and just kind of, geek out about movies so for those go ahead babe well i do just want to like have a little dis- disclosure like for people like i what i bring to the table is not your typical like geeky viewpoint i don't really especially like with the marvel stuff for example like i don't know all the lore i don't necessarily know everyone's names like yeah you know it's not like i know every little thing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe or about a certain game or Star Wars or whatever, but I do, I do really appreciate like it for what it's worth. Yeah, and the scope. I, I think I can like bring kind of a different perspective to, to it. Yeah. And know? that's kind of exactly why this show works is, you know, you get someone who can look past a lot of the, um, the faults of a movie sometimes like myself, which I'm still pretty critical whenever it comes to movies, but you know, you just are kind of reviewing it as it is. Like you're right. not really, you don't have any sort of bias attached to it. Where whereas yeah. I do, so yeah, like that's kind of what a guy and his wife is gonna be from here on out. And 
we're gonna anytime you listen to one like it's gonna be like if it's a guy and his wife that means it's probably just us we might have guests on i'm not sure yeah but um you know it's it's just going to be marvel cinematic universe for quite some time so be on the lookout for the episodes unless we play through a game together like we've talked about yeah it's true yeah unless we unless we play a game that's that's right yeah we've talked about playing a few games together um there's several on our list that are easily played through in one setting that we could get through so yeah i'm I'm definitely excited for that because i want to play them too yep so episode one or not episode one uh captain america the first Avenger, the tr- the first of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in order. Don't you want to know what I've been up to, babe? Oh yeah. You always ask I all your know, other co-hosts, I like, know. "What have I'm you so been up to?" It's and it's true, like super it's cool. Uh, it is true. It is true. It is true. What have you been up to? For those who don't know, because <laughs> well, I know, I just I just forget. I know. I know. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I have been well for TV shows. I've been really into. Um, like dark british crime shows yeah so i've been watching this one called hinterland Mm -hmm. and i really like it it's cool because there's just like four episodes a season but they're like an hour and a half long each episode so it's kind of like a movie yeah like i really like it a lot so what's it about um it's just it's it's based in wales i think like these people are welsh and um it's just a couple of detectives and it just kind of follows the cases that that they, it's a different case each episode and usually I don't really like that but um the way this one's done is really good and like since it is such long episodes you feel like satisfied like yeah. at the end of it but I, I could see that but yeah it's really good like the I just feel like British shows a lot of times are just so much better like yeah it's true like they like especially the crime shows are just like filmed so much better the music is so good like they are like movies well and it's super believable we've talked about before how like you know the people in these crime shows they look like real people yeah they don't really i mean aside from luther models yeah exactly (laughs) aside from idris elba who you know is in luther and i mean that's just a good looking guy yeah but yeah no i've i've watched you watch broad church i want you know i'd be playing my switch i watch you watch broad church and things like that and um yeah, that's that's cool. So yeah. Hinterland. Yeah. Hour and a half per episode. Yeah. Four or five episodes per season. Yeah. You've been playing some games too recently. Yeah, I have actually. Um, I've been playing Detroit, and I really like it. Yeah. Like I'm into it for sure. So for those of you who don't know, Detroit Become Human was a narrative, um, basically choose your own adventure. Yeah. Style game, and um, you know. It, it ends up you're playing through d- three different scenarios, and I've already beaten the game. So Emma got a PS4 herself because um, I got a new PlayStation. So she was she inherited mine basically. <laughs> so <laughs> hand me downs. It was a hand me down. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a good machine. Heck yeah. So we went to GameStop and went went through the you know see what might interest you, and that we picked out that one. We picked out mm-hmm. No Man's Sky, and I think we've been playing some Borderlands together too. Yeah. Here and there, but. Yeah, so you've played about – yeah, when Emma plays games, like, she doesn't, like, mess around. Like, she will sit down for, like, six or seven no, hours yeah. and just, like, play it. Yeah. So you're about six or seven hours into Detroit, or may- maybe, like, seven – or maybe, like, eight or nine maybe hours. Yeah, more. More than that now. <laughs> so what are your first impressions of the game? I – the only thing that bugs me about it is literally the um, 
camera angle or whatever like, like how fixed camera yes yeah. that is annoying to me but like everything about this is the first game i've played that's like this choose your own adventure type style and i love it like i really like it a lot yeah. the ho- and the whole i mean the story behind the game like the storyline is really cool and just kind of like playing as different androids throughout the game is really interesting because like I can see how their lines will start to cross, you know, and I I really like that a lot. Yeah, whenever I played it myself, I was kind of in the same boat as you as I could kind of see where stuff was going, like how, Mm -hmm. you know, the the narrative was starting to intertwine, you know, because, you know, you're playing as three different androids and they all kind of have a different flavor of story. And um, that was a really interesting... uh, viewpoint on society because really you know these androids look and talk like people yeah. they act like people yeah. and it's like they're being kind of segregated in a, in a sense you know so it's kind of there's some social things that are later on in the game that I, I, I definitely want to get your opinion on so be on the lookout for that because yeah. we'll be talking we'll definitely be talking about detroit become human cool um on this show eventually so sounds good what else have you been playing um been playing I haven't really been playing anything else. Uh, why do you? Can you think of? No, things? I can't. No, I, yeah, I, just, I haven't yeah, been I playing anything else. Because um, when I play a game, I kind of just play that game. Yeah. Um, well, you were trying to play Horizon, but you got burnt out on oh, it. Oh yeah, I mean that was a while ago, and I yeah. got really burnt out on Horizon. I just I didn't finish I, it. I stand by my opinion of that game. It's just <sighs> there's just something about it that just doesn't sit right. Yeah, and it's not that I d- don't think I'll finish it. I do I do think I'll finish it. Like, I want to finish it. I just got really burnt out on, like, the fact that I couldn't get anywhere without having to, like, either sneak around really slowly or, like, just straight up attack the, the machines. Like, I don't know. I just got really bored with it. It was really time consuming. And it's very much a rinse repeat type yeah, game, you know, and yeah. I've, all my friends have said, if you just sit down and make that your main game, like you'll really like it, right? you know, but I just, I don't know. I tell the story. I got Zelda in that at the same time. I never went back to it, but you yeah. know, I digress. Um, we should probably get on with the show. I know. I feel <laughs> bad wanting else? to talk no, about myself. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> what what um what else is there anything else that uh, just, you'd like to bring up? Yeah, just one more thing. I um started a blog like literally this week, which I'm super excited about. Like this is something I've always wanted to do to be able to write and like take photos and to like express myself and be creative and just kind of put it out there. Um so that's it's very much in the early stages i haven't even posted anything on it yet but i'm really excited about it so yeah i'm really excited for you honestly because i I really think the content you'll create and the things you'll be able to share with people will a be actually be really helpful to a lot of people and b well it will be super interesting for a lot of people yeah so i'm really interested to see how that goes it'll just kind of be like a lifestyle blog like there will be stuff about beauty and you know um just like living on the farm and stuff like that but there's also going to be stuff like this like review i'm going to do reviews of movies and shows and books and games and all that kind of stuff so it's just literally a place for you to write about your interests yep which is really cool yeah well thank you well we'll 
have an update on that hopefully <laughs> pretty good. soon. Yeah, sounds good. And now on to the main event. Yes. <laughs> Captain America, the first Avenger. So here at Geekly Biweekly, we do believe in grades. Grades are important, I would say. Yeah. I think this is a good time to officially announce that, you know, we will be scoring these movies. Mm-hmm. And Emma didn't know this until just now I told her that. Yep. <laughs> so you're going to have to think about what okay. you would rate this on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 to 10. And okay. then you're going to have to keep track of all those because once we start getting more and more movies, you'll have to, like, rank your movies. You're going to have to have your, right. your movies ranked all the way. Okay. So whenever we talk about reviewing a movie, this is just kind of our process here at Geeky by Weekly. We like to take a look at subjectively what the film, game, uh, whatever it is we're talking about is trying to achieve. What's it trying to do and how well does it execute that? Is it interesting? Does it have good plot, you know, plot development? How are the characters? You know, you have to look at something subjectively. You can't just say you don't like something and not have any basis for it. That's dumb. You know, that's just that's bad writing, you know. So just. Hot take, because, oh, and this is a secret, too. I have never watched this movie, or I had never watched this movie until tonight. It was the only MCU movie I had not seen. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I hadn't seen this movie before. So this was, like, kind of crazy for me, like, going into it blind. I mean, I knew, I had known what happened, you know, but it was kind of interesting to go into it blind, you know, and not really know what to expect. Mm Mm-hmm. So... If you had to give, we're going to obviously go through the whole thing, but if you had to say, did you like it or not, what would you say? I would say I liked it. I would say I liked it too. Overall. Yes. Now, there's like varying degrees of that. Well, yeah. Which is kind of what we're going to get into. So, movie starts off. We find the shield and the ice. Yes. Right? That was kind of cool. That, to like, I, I loved that. Yeah, I did too. It kind of got me, I was like, man, I can't wait to talk about this whole thing. Yep. Like, it just kind of brought it all back it to me. It gives you, know? you the feels. It really did sure. give me the feels. And honestly, throughout this whole movie, Cap, I had, I had kind of always hated on Cap, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But after this movie, like, they, they do a really good job of developing his character in this movie. I totally agree. You know, because I was like, I I don't understand why everybody loves Cap so much. That was me too. Yeah. I'm like, why does everyone love him? But it wasn't until this movie. This is a very conflicting movie because there's a lot of really good things in here that just aren't executed that well. I know. But, you know, I I don't know. We'll get into it. So we find the shield. Then it skips directly to 1942. Hello, Hydra. Mm -hmm. Um I do love Hugh. Okay, I love Hugo Weaving as Schmidt. It's like the main bad guy. It's Red Skull. Yes. So I love. Oh, and by the way, we are going to be spoiling the crap out of the entire MCU. Yeah. As we talk about stuff. Spoiler so, alert. Yeah. Spoiler for sure. alert for sure. You know, if you haven't, guy, come on. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> Let's be real. But so we see Hydra. I love Hugo Weaving in this movie more whenever he keeps his face on. Than whenever he takes his face off. Like, he's more menacing. I don't know. I feel like they could have really saved the Red Skull moment for, like, towards more the end of the movie. Because it just doesn't work as, yeah, much, like, as good was, in this movie. 
Yeah, it felt really cheesy once he took the mask off. Yeah, and like we'll sure. we'll get to whenever he takes the mask yeah. off too and like I will say though, like for me not being someone that really knows much about it, I didn't know about Red Skull. I didn't know who he was or anything. So, um like right there at the beginning when he kind of messes with his face. Yeah. I was like, okay, like that gave me someone who doesn't really know anything, like an idea. Like it was a little bit of foreshadowing and that, yeah. that was a cool feeling like, Ooh, I wonder what that's about. You yeah. know? So of course I already knew that yeah. it, it had been red school and they just didn't red school in the comics is like awesome. Like he is a really cool villain. And I don't know. I feel like it was just, it wasn't quite there for me. You yeah. know, as far as Red Skull goes, but we'll get more to that later. So, you know, Hugo Weaving is looking around in the monastery. He blasts through the door, you know, and kills that poor guy and then finds the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. So we know what the Tesseract is. It ends up being the Space Stone, things like that. And he talks, goes on, you know, agnosium about being gods, you know, walking in the footsteps of gods, blah, 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 all this stuff. So that was kind of, I mean, I, I enjoyed that scene as a whole. Like, it was it was cool. The, yeah. the glow of the Tesseract, like, that was cool. But, you know, I mean, it's kind of your typical exposition, bad guy exposition, you know, show the bad guy in the beginning. For sure. So the next big plot point, that's kind of what we're going to do, is just kind of go plot point. Like, okay. Like, major, not major, I mean, things that are worth talking about. Yeah. You know, kind of go through it. So the next thing we have, we see... A very small Steve Rogers, which, oh my God, whenever he's tiny, it looks so bad in some scenes. I mean, I like, so bad. It and looks it, really oh, man, fake. It looks so dated and bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh man. Like, it looks like, it looks like a Wayans Brothers film, like a, a Wayans Brothers film. Like, <laughs> yeah. it looked like, remember that movie? Um, Oh, it was like Baby something or other, and it like had Marlon Wayans in it. He's a mid, he's a dwarf. No. Yeah. He's a dwarf, like he's a dwarf, but he, yeah, that's the thing. Like they didn't really get the proportions right. And it was just, ugh, I don't know. It's like, we get it. He's small. We could have made him. He looks, he looks like a young boy. Like (laughs) he looks like a 12 year old with like his head being a little too big. Yeah. Oh man. Poor guy. Yeah. I know. But anyways, man, he's, well, he's real gung ho on trying to join the army. Mm hmm. Really wants to serve his country. Um, and then we see Bucky. You know, he obviously gets denied. Yeah, from I, like, the, I liked seeing Bucky. Yeah, I did too. We obviously see him get denied, and he picks a fight in the movie theater. Uh, Bucky comes out to save the day, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. All these, you know, the interaction between Bucky was nice, whatever. Um, I just have multiple times, Tiny Steve looks so bad. <laughs> multiple times written down. In your notes. Yeah, in my notes. Yeah. Um. In the next scene, we see the introduction of Howard Stark. He's showing off some tech, and I didn't realize he was such a big part of this movie. I know. That was yeah. so cool to me. Yeah. I loved that. I thought, honestly, that guy, whoever the, whoever he was. The actor? Yeah, he didn't really do it for me. I, I think. Oh. I, th- I do think he's the same actor that was in Mamma Mia. Like the boyfriend? Yeah, like the fiance like, that she marries. The younger girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think you're right. I think that's him. And well, I, I mean, I like him, but I, I mean, I feel neutral about it. Yeah. I just honestly. didn't, it didn't feel like Tony Stark's dad to me. Yeah. That's you true. You know what I mean? That's like true. I was waiting for like, which Tony Stark is his own guy. So yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But, um, 
yeah, I mean, it, it was cool to see that he's showing off some tech and it fails. It's like, wow, your son would be so disappointed in you. Again, <laughs> I have written Tiny Steve looks so bad <laughs> again. So, you know, he's on a date. He's on a, Steve's on a double date with Bucky, but really Bucky has two dates because no one wants to date that huge head of Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the scientist, Erskine, sees how committed Steve Rogers is. He really wants to join the army, so Erskine picks um, Steve. He just passes him right along to the army, accepted just like that, no problem. Yep. You know, cool. It's like I, he, this guy has a good heart. Um, Which I really like their interaction. Yeah. Through I, the movie. I did too. I thought that was a, that was I, one of the stronger points of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I really like his character, like um, the scientist. What's his name? Erskine. Erskine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I really like his character. They're back and forth. Here's the deal. Every scene, every interaction that um, Chris Evans has yeah. in this movie with people, he has such good chemistry with, with everybody yes. pretty much. Like yeah. he has really, really good chemistry with almost everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's usually the other person that doesn't make the scene work. But every scene that's, that Chris Evans is in, he does really well. Yeah. Even, at, even whenever he has to sell the – the small guy routine. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So, the next scene, we get uh, Schmidt and the scientist Zola. They're testing the waters of the Tesseract to see what it's capable of. And this right here, I think, is the scene where I like started squinting my eyes and was questioning the plot. Mm. Because this was just probably the biggest thing that I had a problem with and that I didn't really like. So... You're telling me, and I understand it's science fiction. That's fine. Yeah. The th- here's the thing. I don't want to call Nazis cool because they're obviously not, <laughs> but I really like that part of history. Right. And they totally made the Nazis so OP in this movie. Yeah. And it took away, it immediately made me not be afraid of them. Because that's the thing is Nazis are scary. I want to be, yeah. it's like they're they're supposed to be scary. Not one time did the Nazis make me feel scared in this movie. It just felt kind of juvenile. Because of the lasers. Yeah. So they take the Tesseract and literally power all of these weapons, and that is what Red Skull is trying to take over the world with, we find out. Yeah. That is stupid. I'm sorry. Like, even for me, it's like, oh my god. Well, the bad guys in general just seemed so cheesy to me. Like, the very beginning, like... um, when they're in that like secret layer basically is what it feels like. Um, yeah. And they're like messing with the Tesseract for the first time. I'm like, am I watching Dexter's lab? Like this dude with the big glasses and yeah. like, it just like, felt like so just it's cheesy. cheesy. Yeah. There's a cheese level. And uh, I mean, I understand they're trying to like have a pretty broad audience, but we're talking about the Nazis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's the thing is they're menacing in other Marvel movies. Like Hydra still is totally, a thing. Yes. Like there's other movies. And even Zola, who you don't even see in the next Captain America movie, him, he is way more menacing as an AI than he is as a person. Like he, right. you really feel like it wasn't even necessarily about his presence. Like he's not very scary looking, but I didn't once like feel like he was serious about what he was doing. No, really. Yeah, like not, not at all. all. I mean, there's one scene where I kind of got it a little bit, but it was just kind of like, man, this was wasted. It just felt like a wasted opportunity with the Nazis. Yes. Especially giving them lasers, freaking laser beams attached to their freaking heads. Yeah. 
But, you know, that's its own thing. <laughs> so, okay, next scene is we are um, introduced to Peggy. So they're all lined up. Steve is still tiny. <laughs> they're at the. They're in the armies. You know, Tommy Lee Jones, who, by the way, hands down is the best performer in this movie. Hundred percent agree. Like, other than um, Chris, Chris Evans, Evans, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones, every single scene he is in, totally sells it. He steals he the performance. It. Yes, it's like man, I just, I just love him. Like, I know I, he always steals the show. He's so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Even in a you know even in a B movie like this you know what I mean like he takes it super seriously and like you yeah. buy it yeah of course it's just Tommy Lee Jones playing himself but still I like that <laughs> character yeah so I get to we get to um the Peggy scene and we get to you know see Cap is training and all this stuff and he's failing oh he's not Cap yet but Steve is doing all this training he's failing everyone's laughing at him and then um, they get to the scene with the flag. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, boys, if you can get this flag, you can take a ride with Peggy, Miss Carter, you know, whatever. And all the guys, of course, if Jace were here, he'd be like, I totally would have been able to climb that flag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's like, what kind of soldiers are these guys? I could totally, <laughs> I could totally hear him saying that. Yeah. Which, you know, it, it's, it's fine, whatever, you know, not being able to climb it. And then, of course, Steve takes the pen out. The guy, the guy makes the remark, okay, yeah, no one's been able to take this flag down for 15 years or 25 years, whatever. Pulls the pin out, falls down, predictable, whatever. Gets in the car with Peggy. That's fine. So then there, we get to an interesting scene where they're kind of – Tommy Lee Jones is questioning Erskine as to why he picked Steve. He's like, why did you bring me an asthmatic, you know, dink, yes. essentially? And uh, Erskine replies, I think he says something to the effect of he was the right choice or something like that. I love this scene. Yeah, I did too. This is whenever really I was kind of engaged. I, this movie was boring up until this scene. Well, I I wrote down like that scene where, um, you know, Tommy Lee Jones, he throws the grenade, the fake grenade, and yeah. everyone scurries about. Yeah. And then, you know, Steve jumps on it to save everyone. Yeah. That moment is when I was like, now I'm starting to understand why people like him. Yeah. Like now, like there's this character being built up like, okay, I, I do like this guy. Yeah. You know, that's like, kind of how I felt. That was too. the beginning when I was like, I do like Cap. Well, and it's a really it's not only it's a really powerful scene because it's really well shot. I mean, just the back and forth with the camera and things like that and just watching everything like the scene just really is shot well. And, and it makes it such a way to where it's like it really it's an emotional scene kind of, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and then I was the exact same way. It's like, OK, I get now. Yeah. You know, I understand now why people like why like why they like Cap. He's always been that way, the way he is. Yeah. And one thing Erskine says, he's like, do you want to go to Germany and kill Nazis? And he's like, no, I don't want to kill anyone. I just want to, you know, take care of bullies like, you know, you did, that was a good character defining moment. There's several good character defining moments in this movie for Cap. For sure. For sure. And that was one of them. So, um, for those of you, I mean, I'm sure you do know, Hydra, you know, we have S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra. S.H.I.E.L.D. is basically the research development team, you know, secret, whatever, the men in black, basically, for United States. And Hydra is essentially the same thing for the Nazis. So, I had just had that right down and wanted to... So S.H.I.E.L.D. is the company powering the experiment that um, Steve 
goes through? Basically, yeah. Before it is shield. Okay. Yeah, like before it's technically shield. And correct us if if we're wrong, geeklybiweekly1 at gmail.com. But yeah, before shield is like technically a thing, because I think shield is after cap is... Okay, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so I think that's because because of that, right. you know what I mean? Um yeah, so basically the team before their shield, that's what shield ends up becoming is basically like Hydra for the United States. Um so let me find out something interesting, and I didn't know this that um Schmidt Erskine was from Germany originally and he was working with Schmidt and Sh- and Red Skull was trying to get him to give him the uh the super soldier serum. So he just did it himself basically. And it didn't work. Erskine says that it wasn't ready yet. So red skull became red skull because of super soldier serum. So he's kind of roided out basically. Like he has the same, the same thing as captain America, but it's more like volatile thing. It was done wrong. Yeah. It wasn't quite the same. So we get to this scene, you know, why before Steve gets souped up to become cap, He's explaining to Steve why he is the right choice. Yes. And I really, that was a really cool scene yes. too, you know, with the schnapps and, and stuff like that. And uh, he says something to the effect of, you know, this is for the little guys. Like, don't forget about the little guys and don't forget who you are. Like, continue to be a good man. Um. So that, that was a nice, you know, exchange. Yeah, I liked that too. I really, I really liked that moment. When, um, sorry, Erskine, is that his name? Yeah. Okay, Erskine says, like, basically, like, I chose you because you have compassion. Like, he mentions that word, compassion. Yeah. And so, basically, like, Steve Rogers is chosen for this experiment because of his compassion. Right. And then that is a quality that he literally displays nonstop yeah. through the whole rest of the like Marvel yeah the MCU yeah the MCU yeah. like that's yeah not only this movie but yeah the entire oh, no. thing like through t- to Endgame like he's yeah. such a compassionate character in general like yeah. so I thought that was really good character development like I don't know I just really like that yeah no it was it was good it was nice to see the root of that mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. I had always forgotten you know about that I'd never seen this one but um moving on we get to the next plot point, which is basically Red Skull is getting a painting done, which was very, I think they were trying to make him f- feel like, make us feel like he's very much like the weird, evil genius, yeah. you know, type <laughs> thing. Like, he, you know, who, who gets a painting of themselves and he's like, how do you like it? You know, and uh, the painter, I don't know if you noticed the painter's expression, but um zola is like it's a masterpiece and like whenever he does that the painter like just looks down in dismay and is like oh god mm-hmm. you know and looks away and i was like oh my god cheese fest cheese like, fest i just couldn't i couldn't stop thinking wow it's dr evil like from austin powers like is what it felt yeah. like just over <laughs> and over again um so then he he we see them with the painting and he basically gives the order we just hear him saying okay yeah execute the order whatever execute order 66 no it wasn't that but it was yeah. he t- we just get here the effect the effect of hey you know yeah carry out this order and then we learn later what that is in the next scene um peggy and steve they're in the cab they talk about dancing and uh tiny steve says you know dancing always seems scary um this is what this is a moment 
whenever I realized that every interaction that Chris Evans had had with everybody, like he had good chemistry with every single person mm. that was on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I liked how they talked about, you know, the dancing seemed scary and they talk about dancing several times and it's kind of fitting how in end game it ends the, the, they end the whole series with cap dancing with Peggy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't even think of that. You didn't? No. Oh man. That's awesome though. Yeah. Like whenever he's dancing at the end yeah. of end game, like it's he, that he finally got to dance with oh, Peggy. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's awesome. Really, really cool. Um, he talks to the effect of he always got really good at pushing back or something like that. Um, or wasn't afraid to push back and he got beat up a lot. He starts passing all these alleyways and he's like, yeah, I got beat up in that park and in that alleyway and blah, 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 all stuff. And it's like, we get it. You're small and you get, but you got beat up a lot. <laughs> so in the very, <laughs> in the very next scene, I just have time to get souped. Um, yes. Talks about, he's not going to give up. Oh yeah, and they're they they put the um. Oh, do you want to say something? Uh, no. Okay, good. So, <laughs> uh, they inject the stuff. It's this huge elaborate thing where they're putting the serum in him, and he's like yelling at the top of his lungs. And then actually, I do have something to say about the scene right before that. Go ahead. Just um, about when they're. I really liked that feeling of them going in and having that secret code and then like the bookshelves opening to reveal like this huge like scientific lab basically that's like a secret just because i love conspiracy theories like yeah (laughs) and like i think it's so interesting and funny really to think about it like the government having like these secret behind a bookshelf yeah like i don't know i just love that feeling of like oh man what if they did have something like this back then you know like i don't know i thought that was kind of a fun thing yeah i mean it definitely had like a spy feel to it a little bit in this one yeah you know and yeah i I totally get there was a little bit of like james bond type stuff is kind of what it felt like Mm -hmm. a little bit here and there yeah and yeah i totally agree with you it was that that was a kind of a a good type of cheese right you know what i mean yeah um so yeah in the next scene he's getting souped he's not gonna give up they're like i'll kill the power and steve's like no don't i can do this you know it's like okay cool so then we get to have cap finally and he emerges from the par <laughs> the pod just glistening yeah glistening like with glistening like with muscles like baby oil yeah like baby <laughs> oil and you know if you look at freaking peggy's eyes she's like oh dang like hey but you know what i thought in that moment as well about peggy and him what like i really appreciated the fact that she she obviously had feelings for him before he got souped yeah that would have made it feel way like less I don't know, intimate and yeah. like real, like really realistic, you know, like if she had just caught feelings for him after he looked like that. Well, yeah. And I mean, I don't know necessarily that she had feelings for him, but there was definitely like there, a chemistry flirt- and, in- and interest. Yeah, for sure. There was like an interest there for she sure. Had, she, I'm a girl, babe. I know she had. Feelings okay. You're right. Him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but either way. Like, he emerges victorious from the pod. Yeah. And he's just glistening, and she's, like, looking him up and down, like, oh, my God, are you okay? You know, and he's like, yeah, I'm fine, you know, blah, blah, it's a cheesy thing. So then we see 
the Hydra spy that was in there. Mm-hmm. He blows up something and creates a distraction. Kills Erskine. Dude, we both gasped when he killed him. Yeah, that was sad. I know. I kind of. We both like literally gasped. Yeah, I was like, I didn't want him to die. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's Stanley Tucci. I really like Stanley Tucci. Yeah. But yeah, um, Erskine dies, and then the spy is leaving. You know, it's the most elaborate escape of all time. This this next oh, ten my minutes. God. So. Yeah. I have written down Peggy is B A. Dude, I wrote that too. Yeah, like she, the guy that's driving away. Yes, when yeah, she freaking gets a pistol out. Yeah. Which. I shot a lot of guns. Pistols are really hard to aim. She yeah. gets a pistol out and shoots him through the car. I was like, dude, I love this girl. Yeah. That's and when I really was like, I love this character. Yeah, I did too. And that's whenever I remembered that there's a whole show about Agent Carter. I would watch that. Yeah, I would too. Like, that would be a fun one to go through. They say, like, you should, um, like, if you want to do the thing, like, do it all chronologically, like, watch Captain America, then watch all of Agent Carter to get, like, the full story, then, like, go through, like, intertwine, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with before the Avengers and all this other stuff, like, to get the full story, because, like, they kind of go hand in hand. So, I mean, we're not going to do that, but that would be cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, I would be down to check out Agent Carter. Um, So, yeah, Peggy is B.A., shoots him <laughs> one time. So then Steve, the car comes back, the the spy has taken, because he had a getaway man, or a, you know, a getaway car driver guy, what are you, I don't know, a wheel man. So then the spy switches seats, drives back towards Peggy. Peggy continues to miss, like, okay, you can shoot the guy from that far away, and as a guy's coming closer to you, you can't shoot him. I mean, whatever. But it gives Steve an excuse to tackle her and be like, oh my god, are you okay? Then he proceeds to pursue... The assailant on foot. Yeah. With no shoes on. <laughs> like barefoot, just like running, like like running full speed. Like it was like watching it in slow motion. I was like, oh That's my awesome. God. I mean, barefooted. Let's come on. Oh uh, yeah. But one thing I did like though was how um whenever he's running He's trying to get used to his new body. Yeah. So, like, he's running super fast, and he, like, tries to slow down, and, like, he, like, skidding, and, like, he goes into the wedding parlor thing, whatever. And, um, it's like, okay, that was, that was a cool thing. It's kind of, like, it reminded me of, like, whenever Spider-Man was trying to get his powers. Yeah. I liked, I liked that, like, he was able to try out his new body, like, pretty much immediately after he had it. Yeah. Well, you I know? mean, they don't want to waste any time. This movie's long. Oh my god! It was I know. like this movie could have been. There were so many scenes that could have been way shorter, or at yeah. least consolidated. Um. So he's chasing the car, getting used to his powers. So then the car crashes. You know, he gets on top of the attack of the car that the guy has stolen, and he's trying to get a hold of the guy essentially. And this is whenever the car door falls off, and he picks up the door. And the door, I don't know if you noticed that it had a star on it. Oh, I didn't. So that, that was kind of like a little bit of foreshadowing. You know, being able to see, like, okay, like, cap shield, basically. Yeah. So, long story short, he basically apprehends the spy. The spy rips his tooth out and says, you know, hail Hydra, whatever. Yeah, but before that, I mean, when he's chasing this dude and he his freaking submarine emerges from the waters. 
Oh, yeah. I'm like, this is so gay, honestly. <laughs> like, I was like, this is so cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> and it just seemed pointless, too, because, I mean, he's down in his submarine for, like, five seconds, and, like, then Cap rips yeah. him out of there and, right. like, brings him up. I'm like, this could have not had to happen. I was like, like wow, the... He, that, he should try out for the Olympics because that is like he's like the fastest swimmer alive. Yeah. And I do not want people to think that I don't like this movie or think that I'm crapping on it. Like, I don't want to hurt people's feelings at all. Yeah. But like, there's just definitely some times when I'm like, this is pretty cheesy. Yeah. Well, it's just and it's not the right kind of cheese because yeah. there are other scenes. It would The theme is inconsistent. Some scenes they want you to take it seriously. And then other scenes, it's just so cheesy. It's like make it one way, like make it one way the whole time through. Like. In the rest of the Captain America movies, you have Winter Soldier and Civil War, which you've never seen Civil War. Those like all near near perfectly execute what they what they want to do yeah. through the whole thing. So yeah, there's just a handful of scenes that are just over the top, like unnecessary. Yeah. Um. So next we have the Tesseract Cannon, where you know the Nazis come in and they're basically talking about how the that hydra's underperforming and that hitler's upset and then they get vaporized by red skull red skull kills his own men like take that hitler and we see more of the lasers or the lasers for the first time essentially Mm -hmm. and then this is really whenever i got squinty eyed and i was like i hate this i hate i absolutely hate this part of the movie Mm -hmm. like it's just so stupid like when he's disintegrating people with the lasers well yeah just that's what the weapon is for it just it just totally takes away you might as well just have him be any other regular bad guy. It's like Nazis. Come on, you know, do yeah. Nazis right? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> do I mean, Nazis right? Do Nazis That's right? That's an interesting sentence. So, um, I had never known this that you know the next scene we start to get see the American propaganda with Captain America and it's reaching all over the world whenever he's becoming like a movie star and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I had never known that really he had been such a big movie star, you know, like that would have been things that people on earth for a long time would have known about, which explains why Tony Stark knows about who he was from back in the day. Yeah. And like the guy at the very beginning, when they find the shield, like knows who he is, you know? Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, they, cause they, the, the airship that goes down. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially that was shield. That was, that found him. Oh yeah. 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 Um, so then the next scene that's mo- that's probably worth talking about more is uh, we are at the 107th. He's been going doing like a tour of going, you know, all through this propaganda show basically. And then he gets to a, a f- uh, some troops that hate him basically. They're like, bring the girls out, you know, and we find out it's the 107th where Bucky is. So then Cap decides he wants to infiltrate – the height where they're having a war with Hydra, you know, the battle, that particular battle where they're at with Hydra. So he proceeds to move on foot. No, no, no. He got dropped out of an airship, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he, pers- and then he moved more on foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, he threatened, he threatened to go on foot. Yeah. 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 Um, so then we get to where Red Skull is and this is where he takes his mask off for the first time. Oh, after they infiltrate the camp? Yeah, after they infiltrate the Which, camp. Which, for me, I that was the first time in the movie when I was like, I like this movie. Or, like, fi- it's, it was kind of like, finally. Like, 
something interesting. Yeah, like yeah. it was. It felt good when he got those army guys out of there, and the soldiers are like getting out of there in those tanks and stuff, and they're all happy. I'm like, okay, I like this. This yeah. is good. Well, they have the camaraderie and things yeah. like that, and then they find Bucky, which mm-hmm. Bucky was like acting kind of weird. Was I was I'm wondering like, was he kind of getting prepped for Winter Soldier That's type my thing? Thought. Yeah, that's what I was wondering because he was like saying numbers and stuff, and it looked like the machine that's in Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's what so I thought too. I was wondering, but um, so then we finally get to where Schmidt is, and this is whenever he reveals that he's Red Skull. Yes. The camera pans to Captain America, pans to Schmidt. He's taking his mask off, pans back to Captain America. Schmidt is still taking his mask off. Really, really struggling. It's, and I just have written down, why did it take so long to take his mask off? <laughs> like, it was like an unnecessarily long amount of time. And then finally, <laughs> like, finally he takes his mask off. And it just looks so dumb in that scene. Like, it uh, it just did not work for me at all. It was not menacing at all. Like, I'm pretty sure I laughed yeah. after the mask came off. And it just sucks because Red Skull, like, man, like, uh, and some of the comics that he's in, like, he's a bad dude. And he they, they just kind of made him a meme in this movie, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, that's accurate. But, you know, whatever. Um, they get back to the, to the camp, the army camp. And they escape. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, this is one thing I have. It says, showing up with super weapons equals lame. The soldiers show up with those laser guns, and I don't think we ever see them use those again in the entire movie. Yeah. It's like, why do you guys have those guns? Which is another reason. It's like, why even have the stupid laser guns in there in the first place? You don't (laughs) need them. You hate the laser guns. Oh, God, I hate them. It's just so stupid. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Oh, my Lord. And it would have been fine in in any of the other movies except for this one. It just does not work for me. I hate it. Well, because they're trying to make it more feel more serious like with the war yeah like it feels like more of a serious movie yeah but then there's all this weird cheesy stuff in there like the lasers exactly stunts and it's like wait what yeah exactly it's like you could if you would have taken out the lasers and just cut down on the theatrics just a little bit yeah like i would have loved to see them make captain america today after all the other like like redo it now yeah. And be like, yeah, that's that's the thing is, I think just after watching all these other newer Marvel movies and they're just so good and the action is so good. Yeah. Like it's hard going back to this one and kind of seeing how the action isn't that great. And like yeah. the, the special effects aren't super good. Yeah, well, they're dated. Yeah. Know. So it's like it's just kind of hard. Yeah, it is hard to, to. But again, we're looking at it subjectively. Right. I guarantee you, I I know why I didn't watch this movie. I had started this movie a handful of times before. I had never finished it. I could never get through how cheesy... I could never get over how cheesy it was. Oh, really? You know, yeah, like, all these times. And everyone's like, yeah, it's it's pretty good, you know. And this was back in the day, you know. It was, like, 2012, 2013. And people were like, yeah, it's not as good as, you know, Thor or whatever. It's not as good as Iron Man. But it's, you know, it's, it's worth watching, blah, 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 blah. And... We're not saying that it's not worth watching. No, yeah, watching. It totally. is worth watching, yeah. but you have to just be ready like for some cheese. Cheese. I mean, there's like some PG level cheese in this yeah. movie. Like PG, like it's bordering PG action at times. It feels like a kids movie at times. At times it definitely does with the the theatrical bad guys. 
So they're getting the team together to go infiltrate Hydra. They're going to take out, you know, they're, they're going to plan to take out Hydra. They're getting the team together, all the guys that he released. Um, and then the blonde, I don't really know why she was there. It was like, yeah, that was, that was so, so weird. Random. Just went from zero to 100. She's like, you're a hero, smooch. Conveniently, it's like, oh, we, well, we need to make Peggy jealous. So let's conveniently make Cap kiss this broad, you know. <laughs> and, uh, of course, they pick one of the hottest girls alive. For what? Oh, I just said that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what you would say. Um, Wait, which one? The the blonde. Oh, you like her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, I have written next. It says they're taking out the high. They're taking out Hydra because they're they're going from camp to camp, and it's just the choppiest editing, like to drive the narrative along, like just chopping from one scene to the next, and uh. Like, there's a scene where, like, Red Skull drives up to one of his camps, and he's, like, gripping the steering wheel, and, like, the camera's shaking, he's like, Arr! and it just looks like an MTV music video. Yeah. Like, it looks like a cheesy music video. Yeah. I, I'm like, it was just dumb. I have written next, it's lousy and lazily inefficient. Mm. Like, it did not, it, it did not really do its job. I mean, I got the point, but I was kind of like, okay, you know. I get the point, I guess, but yeah, it just didn't really do not anything for me. Super yeah, not well. executed super good. So then we get the train sequence. Bucky dies. Super choppy. It's sad. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was sad Bucky died. Steve, I, I believe Steve. Whenever he's sad, um, whenever they're inter- interrogating Zola, um, and he brings him the steak, and he's like, "I do not eat meat," oh, and, you know, yeah. whatever. And Tommy Lee Jones starts eating a steak. I was like, "God." Dang it, I love Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that was good. Still, that was the point. I was like, Tommy Lee Jones is my favorite part of this movie. Yeah. Like, um, you get the big Hail Hydra speech. You know, Red Skull talks about how he's going to rain down fire from the heavens, blah, 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 all this stuff. P- pretty typical. What? Pretty, t- pretty typical. Pretty choppy. And I just have written down too many lasers. There's just <laughs> lasers everywhere and it's like man i just cannot get over how much i hate the lasers yeah um cap gets captured cap gets capped lol <laughs> he he ref, you know he repeats his line i can do this all day yeah type yeah thing, that you was know? good and it was a really weird scene because uh, remember <laughs> whenever the um People come through the glass and then, yes. like, Red Skull's, like, trying to get Dude, away. And he's just was, like, that had me like, dead. I had like, to rewind that because I was like, wait, Red like, Skull's just going to casually jog yeah. away from the situation? No. It was like, it was just so unmenacing. And he's just like, yeah. it's like he might as well been skipping and being yeah. like, do, 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 you yeah, know what I mean? that was the best. It was, oh man, it was, it was funny for sure. Um, <laughs> we so dead. So we're on the plane next. Peggy and Steve and Tommy Lee Jones are in Red Skull's car, and Peggy and Steve kiss, and she's like, "You owe me that dance or whatever." Yeah. Um. Then he gets on the airship, and he sees all of these, um, bombs that are labeled like these self-propelled bombs that are labeled for each city, like one for Chicago and for Boston, New York. And I'm like, you're telling me that you have henchmen that don't know which um, 
bomb that they're supposed to be driving. Like what was it was just to let us know that Steve knows that one of those is is for New York yeah. because he's from Brooklyn. Yeah, and it's like that was dumb. Mm. I did. I just said bomb scene equals dumb. <laughs> um, he said uh, Red Skulls. Whenever you know, there's some theatrics in the hangar. He's fighting these guys, and then he gets to Red Skull, and Red Skull is talking about how they're not. They've They've basically breached humanity. They're they're better than humans, and they're following in the footsteps of gods and things like that. And I get what he was saying, and I get the motive behind it, like that they could be better men because they both had the super serum and things like that. Do you remember that? Wait, am I remembering this wrong? Because I thought Red Skull was dead before the the plane. No, he's he's on the plane driving it away. Oh, and that's when they have the scene where he gets sucked up out of the... Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I remembered that wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and that's another thing, too, is, like, it's kind of hard to keep up with everybody. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just it's just very chop. It's just not very well paced towards yeah. the end of this movie. Yeah. It's almost like they realized they were at two hours and, like, needed to, like, kind of move it along type thing and just isn't really well, very well edited at the, you know, through this whole thing. Um, but he's given this speech about how they're better than you, like they've, they've achieved more than humanity and things like that. And they can really become something They're in the footsteps of the gods. And he's like, don't you want that? And I get his motive, you know, but just the way it was executed, it just, it just, I didn't, I didn't buy it. I didn't really buy that. That's what he wanted. It felt, it just didn't, it just didn't feel as good as everything else. You know, he just, Wasted bad guy for Wasted me. Wasted bad guy. Like, the bad guy development didn't seem, uh, like, nearly as good as the development of other characters. And it's not like I don't like Hugo Weaving, because I really do. And there are some scenes where he, like I said, whenever he has his face on, I feel like he's way more intimidating. Definitely. Than whenever he takes his skull off. He's just trying too hard. Is And I think that's what it mainly was, was it felt like he may have been trying too hard. And again, you know, this isn't modern day. It's... But, you know, it's getting close to a, almost a decade now. That, 2011, yeah. So in two years, that movie will be 10 years old, which is crazy. Um, Peggy and Cap have their, they say their goodbyes, basically. She says, don't be late for my dance, whatever. At least like, I'll have to rain check that dance. Wait, are you talking already about after Red Skull's gone? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. We missed that. So in a last-ditch effort, Red Skull grabs the Tesseract and tries to basically do something. I don't quite know what he was trying to do, but you know, we we know that the uh, the Tesseract is the space stone, so we see space everywhere, things like that. And then we see him get beamed to the Enterprise or something. He goes somewhere, but later we find out where where he's actually gone, and you know that these stones have kind of their own agenda with some stuff, like the stones kind of choose certain things or they you know they have some sort of destiny attached to them right things like that so we see him he's gone then peggy and cap have their goodbye yeah which was honestly pretty touching oh totally i was like i wasn't tearing up but i was like it was giving me feels for sure like i i was feeling something in that scene which i think it was really good there was only there was a few scenes you know that really made me, yeah, like, I, I agree, like, kind of, you know, it was, it, 
it got to you a little touching. bit. It was touching. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was touching. That's a good way of putting it, of putting it. Yeah. Cause like at that, at that point you're like, you really understand like, oh, they really love each other, yeah. you know, and the sucks that they can't be together. Yeah. Like, and they have because, to spend. Because you know, like what happens, you know, yeah, and exactly. you know that they don't get to be together really. So exactly. Until the very end of the Until, story. Yeah. And we don't get Which to is, see them and we don't get to see them do anything else. Yeah. But that's kind of cool, you know, I agree at the same time. But yeah, I agree. It was touching. It was touching. So then we see after Cap Rex, we see Howard gets the Tesseract and where, you know, where, what happens to that remains to be seen. Next scene, we get Cap wakes up and they're trying to basically trick him into thinking it's a certain date, but yeah. there's a ball game on the radio and he's like, I was there, you know, and then he basically puts two guys through the wall. Which that was kind of weird. Why do you think they did that? Maybe just to kind of ease him back into society. Yeah. You know, maybe, I don't know, it's just another excuse for them to let Cap throw some people through a wall, <laughs> basically. But, you know, we see him running, I believe, barefoot yet again through the streets of New York City. <laughs> and, um, you know, he's, like, looking around frantically in Times Square. That was cool. That was cool. I liked it. And that's whenever I'm, like, I'm ready to watch the Avengers. Yes. I was, like, I'm so ready to watch the Avengers yeah. now. Like, come on, bring it on. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, We see Nick Fury, you know, walks up to him, and he's, like cap you've been asleep for almost 70 years he's like are you okay and then the last line of the movie steve looks around or cap looks around he goes i had a date boom Mm -hmm. credits yeah so then we get the end credit scene which essentially is just a trailer for the avengers right which is fine whatever but that in a nutshell we've gone plot by like pretty much plot point by plot point Sorry if that was a little rough around the edges, everybody. We were just trying to walk you through, take you back down memory lane. That's kind of going to be the format for our review is we'll probably go yep. scene by scene. Play by play. Yeah, semi-play semi by play. I mean, we obviously didn't break down every single scene. Yeah. But just the ones that seem to have importance. Um, talk about the things we liked about them. Certain points that we noticed in certain scenes. And that's going to kind of be our... Our main focus, but since this is our first one, let us know what you think, what you thought of this format. Totally. So, um, after everything, do you think that this movie holds up today? Like maybe to a certain audience. Yeah. Like to kids. <laughs> yeah. And maybe like hardcore like Cap fans. Yeah. I don't know. To me, no. For me, it doesn't hold up. Like, personally, I will probably never watch this movie again. That's exactly what I was going to say is I don't find any need to watch this movie again. It's obviously definitely super important to the whole storyline. But, like, really, to me, the point of this whole movie was just introducing Cap. And, like, that's what it did, you know? Well, yeah. So, I don't know. To me, no, it doesn't hold up. That's how I feel, too, is... Am I glad I watched it? Yeah, I am glad I watched it. Would I watch it again? Probably not. Yeah. Would I recommend it to other people? I would say, yeah, you probably need to watch it. Definitely. For the story. Um, For the story. But it's not like it's a classic. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really have a lot of... It doesn't have high rewatchability, in my opinion. Yeah. Which is okay. You know, not every single MCU movie has to have that. No. So. And they don't all have that. Like, it's... That one's not the only one. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah, I agree. And it's not the worst one, either. 
it's probably one of my least favorite. Yeah, I same would say here. That that I can think of right now, like one of my least favorite for sure. Same here. But um, it's definitely important to the story. So. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. If you had to grade this on a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? I don't want to offend people, but I would probably give it a six. A six? Yeah, I was kind of caught somewhere in the middle between like 6.5 and 7. Yeah. But it's just hard for me to go. Like, I usually say in my mind, like, seven's good, eight is great, nine mm-hmm. is amazing, 10 is like near perfect. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So to me, it would be like probably like a 6.5. It's just a little too much. It's like a, it's less than good. Yeah, it's, in my opinion, you yeah. know, but not bad at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. It's closer to being good For than sure. bad. Yeah, but totally. there's some bad stuff in it. It's like, ah, uh, just yeah. too too cheesy in some areas. I mean, I was cringing through a lot of the movie, mm-hmm. you know, and if I'm cringing through a lot of the movie, I mean, that's that makes it a six for me. <laughs> yeah, so I'd I'd go with like six point five. Okay, so I'm gonna write that down right here. Six point five. I wrote down six out of mine. ten. So. I guess where we go next from here is we're going to review Captain Marvel pretty much whenever we get to it. Yep. This one's going in the bank, so there's no telling when it will be released. Mm-hmm. But um, is there anything else that you want to say about the movie? Um, Just that I, even though there were things I didn't like about it, I definitely still appreciate it as a Marvel like an MCU movie mm-hmm. and like I appreciate now after watching it that I kind of understand more like why people do like Captain America like so much like yeah. he's a really good person like from the beginning yeah. you know and like I really like that I now have that character development with him and that I can like appreciate him more as a character throughout the rest of the MCU. Yeah. Movies. That's how that's how I feel too and honestly watching this movie made me just want to watch the the second Captain America movie. Yeah. Which is like my third favorite. Excuse me. It's like my third favorite MCU movie. Yeah. It's just it's so good. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to get to that. Yeah, so. for sure. But we thank you very much for joining us. Um, we're excited to have you along in this journey. Um, again, if you have any tips or things you want us to talk about, maybe, um, you're more than welcome to email us at geeklybyweekly1 at gmail.com. Be on the lookout for more of our MCU reviews. Be on the lookout for our game reviews. And... Uh, Until next time, it is a guy and his wife. See you later. All right. Bye, guys.